Welcome to the Fuel Lift Thrive podcast, where we talk all things fitness, no-nonsense nutrition, and lifestyle transformation for the modern-day woman who's ready to quit the diets, ditch the scale obsession, and fall in love with being strong. Hosted by yours truly, Alessia Donato, opinionated Italian, lover of all things iron, who also happens to be a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, life coach, and owner of the Body by Less online nutrition and fitness program. So grab yourself a coffee as we get open and honest about what it takes to build a strong, fit, and healthy body and mind from the inside out. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fuel Lift Thrive podcast. In today's episode, we're talking all on the five top mistakes that women make when they're trying to lose fat. And guess what? I've made these mistakes in the past over and over again. And so I want to dive a little bit deeper into these mistakes today and share with you why they're not working for you and why it's time to do things differently, okay? And I see this still in in so many women and it's just so frustrating because I've been there and it took me years to figure it out and I don't want to see women keep making the same mistakes. And I feel like sometimes we can get really stuck doing the same things over and over and over, expecting different results because we're one, we're afraid of trying something new and we don't really trust ourselves anymore. And two, we're also just really confused because I don't know about you, but like social media could be just such a mind fuck sometimes because there's just so much stuff out there, so much information and so many people saying different things. You don't really know who to trust anymore. And so I want to share with you guys the five top mistakes that I've seen most women make and the ones I've made as well. And I think they're quite common. And so let's dive right into the first mistake. And the first mistake is that women want to look toned and they want to, you know, get tight and lose fat, but they're afraid of building muscle. And so this word toned has become like a buzzword. And you know what? I understand where it comes from. Like I understand where women come from when it comes to like saying this word because I feel like a lot of women don't understand the science behind how to change their body composition. And so with years and years of, you know, brainwashing that we always had to, you know, only focus on cardio or for example, group fitness classes and never pick up anything or any never pick up a dumbbell that's more than like five pounds and be afraid of weights because gosh we're gonna turn into these bodybuilders right and so the truth is is that that's not gonna happen and I understand where you're coming from if you feel like it might happen you know you you might be like really apprehensive you might really wonder like oh my gosh like will i get bulky you know this word bulky is is a very common word to describe what well most women don't want um and so they don't want to look bulky but instead they want to look toned now in essence like science wise you can actually tone a muscle um 
you you either build muscle or you don't. So you either have muscle or you don't. Um, so you can't actually tone a muscle. You can only build it. And that's the thing. I think what most women, when they say they want to look toned, it's actually what they want to do is they want to lose fat. They want to lose body fat. Because when you do build muscle and you have a lot of body fat, then you kind of look bigger, okay? Because then you've got both fat and muscle on your body. And that can tend to, you know, look quite voluminous. And so when women say they want to look toned, in essence, what they're saying is that they want to build muscle, but they're just so afraid of the process because they don't know and they don't understand it. And so let's just get rid of that myth once and for all. There's no such thing as toned muscle. Muscle is muscle. You either have it or you don't. And believe me, that so-called toned look that you want requires you to build muscle. And how do you build muscle? You've got to put stress on it. You have to put stress on the muscle to create adaptations. So when you put stress on the muscle um, by doing strength training, that could be with weights or body weight, um, you create adaptations in the muscle. So you putting stress on the muscle and that muscle therefore breaks down and then it regrows into stronger new muscle. That's like muscle 101 for dummies, okay? So that's how you actually build muscle. And when you are building muscle and you're losing fat, whether that's at the same time or doing multiple different phases of cuts and bulks or build phases and cut phases, then slowly you start to build that physique that you want and that physique that you see in, you know, magazines or social media, the majority of women who you see that have these beautiful curves and not so much body fat and they have these like really nice sculpted arms and sculpted abs and like toned butts with like you know, that bubble butt, they built that by building muscle and by losing body fat. So you're not going to actually build any muscle if you're constantly doing cardio. So I've talked to loads of women and still women think that just because they're doing HIIT or high intensity interval training, circuit style uh, training sessions or classes, body pump from Les Mills, they think that it's, you know, because they're using dumbbells that they're going to build muscle, but that's not how it's actually working because what they're doing is just cardio based. So there is such a thing as doing the wrong exercises to for the wrong adaptation. So if you are looking to build muscle and all you do is cardio, you're actually doing the opposite. You're actually burning through muscle and, you know, cardio is catabolic which means that it breaks down muscle and strength training on the other hand is anabolic and so that is going to be what is going to drive that muscle um, to grow and to create shape to your body and if you do have body fat to lose then that is going to come through your nutrition making sure that you're going to be in a caloric deficit and you're burning more than you are in you know eating and that is going to create that shape and so-called quote-unquote toned look that you're after so i understand where this comes from but it's not real and it's 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 something that i really wanted to kind of share with you guys because it was something that took me years to understand all right, moving on to mistake number two. 
it's not just diet and exercise. Everything is connected. And so a lot of women feel that it's it's always down to either their diet or their exercise. So if they're not losing fat or weight, it's because they're not you know, doing the perfect diet or they're not training the right way or in the, you know, uh, in, in the right, um, manner, or they're just doing the wrong workouts. Now that is true to an extent, but it's not the only thing. And you see, it took me years to really get this. And it took me actually getting to rock bottom with my IBS. You know, I, I remember now back in the day when and this was like during the worst of my IBS. And for those who don't know what IBS is, it's irritable bowel syndrome. It's a condition or a syndrome of the gut and the colon and the bowels. And it's horrible. And it's it's um, often chronic. And I suffered with it from a very young age, all the way throughout my 20s. And um, I still sometimes have a very, you know, sensitive digestion, which kind of can easily be set off with the wrong foods. But anyway, I digress. What I was trying to say here is that um, when I was in the thick of my IBS, I was doing everything. Literally, I was dieting. I was counting macros. I was counting calories. I was cutting out food groups. I was doing low carb. I was doing juice cleanses, detoxes. I was doing everything in my power to try and be thin, okay? And by the way, I was never like super overweight, but I just wanted to be really, really, you know, lean. And then exercise-wise, I was also training like crazy. I was training six days a week. I was running. I was doing HIIT. I was doing strength training, you know, an hour and a half long strength training sessions. And um, I was lean, but my health was just an absolute mess, you know? And I remember I was also going through a really hard relationship that was putting a lot of stress on my mental health and I hated my corporate job at the time. So I was under so much stress in so many ways and all these things that I was doing with diet and exercise were actually putting more stress on me because remember diet and exercise are a stressor to the body, especially if you're doing all these crazy protocols, crazy diets, or um, you know, excessive exercise. So at the end of the day, I was re- I realized that wait a minute, like this this can't be it. Like I feel terrible. I may look good, but I feel terrible. And I had to really take a hard look at what I was doing outside of just diet and exercise. I had to look at other things. And so I see women do this a lot. They focus or hyper-focus too much on the diet portion, the food or the exercise and the workouts, but they completely neglect the other aspects of the whole picture. And we're talking things like mindset, right? We're talking things like daily habits. We're talking sleep, emotional, mental health, um, stress and even things like joy you know like just are you actually just generally happy and and enjoying your life so these things matter and so diet and exercise is important in your journey but it's not the only thing that matters so your daily habits your mindset your emotional and mental health all play such a role in living this healthy life and getting leaner and losing fat 
So take care of those things too. Don't just focus or hyper-focus on in on one aspect of the, 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 the picture or the, the puzzle rather. There's many, many pieces of this puzzle that need to work together and in symphony to really bring those results that you want. And, you know, sometimes you have to also be realistic because sometimes you can't always have all of them aligned. So, for example, if you are in a caloric deficit and you're trying to lose fat and you're doing that when you're really stressed in life so for example you're going through i don't know a move let's say you're about to move house and you know you're embarking on a weight loss journey maybe it's not the best time to do that because actually you're in a stress state already and so being in a caloric deficit and dieting is going to actually stress you out even more so you have to really think about these things um when you decide to start your journey, when you decide to embark on a new diet or a new exercise regimen, you have to think about what's going on in your life. Like, are you in a good place mentally? Are you in a good place physically? Because it really is so much more than just diet and exercise. And I remember that because when I was, um, you know, pushing hard back when I had my IBS, I was focusing on the wrong things. I should have focused on my IBS first. I should have focused on my digestion and my gut health, my mental state, my relationship and how it was affecting me, how I hated my job. So if I had focused on that, then the diet and exercise portion wouldn't have been so um, stressful on my body and it wouldn't have, you know, led me to develop the worst IBS um, flare-ups. So think about that, all right? Just think about beyond just diet and exercise the third mistake i see time and time again and this one is probably like one that really frustrates me the most now and it it only frustrates me now because i really wish women could see this okay and it's it's coming it's coming like i'm seeing this shift you know with with women's mindsets and the mistake is that that women only train and eat for aesthetics and not performance, okay? So most women are chasing a number on the scale, they're chasing skinny, they're chasing thin, they're chasing a look, um, and they're completely ignoring all the amazing benefits that strength training and eating well bring outside of aesthetics. So, um, you know, training and exercise and eating well can be more than just to have abs, more than just to fit in, you know, a specific dress. Yes, those things might be your goal and it's all good and I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, But there's so much more to strength training and to going to the gym, to getting stronger, to making sure you're hitting your protein goals to being in you know that mindset than just losing as much weight as you possibly can so it can be more than just a bikini ready body you can train to squat your own body weight or train for a tough mutter or one of those amazing competitions you can train to become you know better at something for example maybe you want to 
become better at running or you want to run a marathon or you want to um, deadlift three times your body weight, you want to get strong or you want to do your first few push-ups that, you know, are real push-ups, not girl push-ups or you want to do pull-ups. Like these goals are so much more satisfying and they're so much more, um, you know, fulfilling than just that number on the scale going down. And so when I first started on my health and fitness journey, it was all about getting skinny. It was just all about how can I get smaller? And I idolized, you know, um, these bikini models and bikini trainers. And I just idolized these women's bodies. And all I wanted was just to get smaller and smaller. And I tried doing everything in my power to do that. And it was actually just a means to an end and I never really enjoyed the process and only when I shifted my mindset from training to feel good training to get stronger that things changed and one of my clients who has been an absolute pleasure to work with um, recently sent me a message saying that she finally hip thrusted a hundred kilos and she was just ecstatic like she was buzzing she was so happy and that just lit me up like I loved it because she loved that feeling of being like yes I did something it feels so much more accomplishing than just a scale number going down so I really really want women to train for more than just how they look and strength is at the forefront of what I do with the Body by Less coaching program and the Lean Method. And I'll do a podcast on that very soon. But I really want you to, you know, really change your mindset. If you're stuck in that mindset of training constantly to burn calories, to get smaller, to lose weight, please, please shift your 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 mindset and think about performance. Think about how your body can perform. Because most of the time, when you focus less on the um, the weight on the scale and instead you focus on getting that weight on the bar to go up, you will start seeing results without even thinking about it. It's kind of like a byproduct. And so I'm always like pushing for women to train for strength because if you're strong, you will also be lean. Unless, of course, you're, you know, doing strongman competitions or maybe powerlifting. And um, that's a different story. That's another episode. But honestly, as a normal everyday gym goer or general population person who's just, you know, wanting to get in shape, focus on strength and your body composition and the way it looks will change as a result. And you will start to see results so much faster. Okay, mistake number four, eating clean, thinking that's going to bring fat loss. Okay, this one is one of those that I fell for and I fell for hard. Like I remember when I first started my journey and even when I first got into the industry as a holistic nutritionist, um, I studied holistic nutrition and it was more on the side of you know, health, right? And there's nothing wrong with this. So it's very wellness based. However, when it came to weight loss, 
calories were just kind of like an afterthought okay and i i see this a lot with women and it's still very much pushed in the wellness space um where calories don't matter you only have to focus on nutrients and eating clean is going to help you lose weight and here's the thing it will work to a certain extent okay because if you're coming from a really standardized you know diet standard western diet where it's very much based on too many uh, carbs too many fats not enough protein lots of junk food lots of like on the go foods and you're eating too much of the the bad stuff and so you need to clean up your diet and you decide to eat clean you will see that initial weight loss and that is 100 percent guaranteed and why is that usually it's because you've swapped all the junk food for you know clean food or healthy food and what what usually this clean food is things like salads or more whole foods and real foods and not so many processed foods you've cut out things that you know usually make you gain weight like fat or um, fatty foods, oils, uh, sodas, sugar, you know, foods that are really pizza, burgers that are really high in calories. And so now you've swapped them for lower calorie options. um, And all of a sudden you've lost weight. Great. That's, that's amazing. However, what you've done, perhaps unaware that you were doing this is that you put yourself in a caloric deficit. Okay, so you've created a calorie deficit without even knowing. And so it's not that the clean food was the magic solution to your your um, your weight loss. It was actually the calorie deficit. So that is why you've lost weight. So calories matter no matter what the, the driving principle of fat loss and weight loss is that you need to be eating less than you burn through creating a deficit in calories, okay? So eating less, calorie deficit. Calories will always matter. This, you cannot argue this. I don't care what you read out there, you cannot argue this. And and you'll see a lot of like the keto, um, keto crowd, carnivore crowd, and perhaps even like the some health coaches that don't really understand how it works. And so they, they, they say, oh, count, don't count calories, count nutrients. The thing is, guys, it's not about one or the other, okay? I don't know where we, why is it that we're always trying to find, you know, extremes? We're not saying, and I'm certainly not saying, that you have to do one or the other. You have to count nutrients and not count calories, or count calories and not count nutrients, or just count calories and totally disregard, you know, food quality, Um But in this case of that eat clean mentality, trust me, calories do matter. I wish I knew this because I wish I knew this at the beginning of my journey because I would have saved myself a lot of unnecessary headache and I would have gotten results a lot faster instead of spinning my wheels over and over thinking that I just needed to eat cleaner. Like really, if you think about it, how, what are you going to do when you eat clean and then like your weight loss stops? stops happening like you'll hit a plateau what are you going to do eat cleaner how are you going to eat cleaner so this is where tracking calories and tracking your macros and making sure that you're hitting your numbers 
is going to come in handy. So it's fine to transition into eating clean initially, but then at some point, maybe you want to eat a donut or maybe you want to go to a party and have something that isn't so-called clean, right? And so how are you going to fit that in? So calories matter. Eating clean is good, but if you want to lose fat, no amount of kale salads, Buddha bowls, and green smoothies will get you there if you eat too many of them. So calorie deficit is always going to be a king for fat loss, and you cannot argue with this. All right, the last mistake, mistake number five, is not eating enough. And this is something that I think sometimes gets a little misconstrued because a lot of people think that you're in starvation mode if you hit a plateau um and which is actually not a thing so if you are struggling to lose fat and you've been you know eating in a deficit or you think you've been eating in a deficit for more than six eight months and you haven't lost any fat, you're actually not in a deficit, okay? And I know that's kind of hard to kind of swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. But if you are in a deficit, fat loss will no matter what happen, okay? But what happens when you actually eating too little? And this is something that I see a lot of women do, all right? They think they're in a deficit, maybe 1,200 calories throughout the week. And then come the weekends, they, you know, want to take a break or they're just sick of their diets and they go out, have fun, go to brunch, go out for dinner, drink wine, have pizza, like, you know, they just let loose. And so what happens is that now this weekend energy intake has literally pushed them completely out of the deficit that they created during the weekdays. And now they're either in maintenance or in even a surplus okay so what this is one of the mistakes that happens a lot but the other mistake is that it's not the fact that they're in starvation mode it's that they've slowed down their metabolism so if you are stuck in a plateau and you've been dieting for i don't know your whole life because i swear i speak to women that literally diet years on end technically they're not actually really dieting years on end they're just yo-yo dieting years on end so they're going on one fad diet to the next and they do it for a few months they lose a bit of weight and then they stall and then they go back to their old habits they gain that weight and then they do this again and they just don't know how to navigate their they just don't know how to navigate you know uh celebrations or they don't know how to navigate uh being on holiday or they don't know how to navigate a stressful time in their life so they gain the weight then they go on yet another diet and it's just this cycle that keeps them stuck okay and they're always eating super low calories from the get-go 1200 i'm looking at you 1200 calories my fitness pal and what happens is that they're, they're slowing down their metabolism in the process. And it's not that they're in starvation mode because that's not a thing. And we know that because real starving children in Africa are certainly, certainly not having trouble losing fat. 
In fact, they're literally starving to death. So what is actually happening? When you eat, like I said, 1,200 calories or you're you know, eating under your BMR. So your BMR is your basal metabolic rate. And you can find this number out easily online. This is how much you burn at rest. If you eat under your BMR consistently and then you binge consistently and then you do this over and over and over again, your body will adapt, okay? And it will slow the metabolic rate down and you'll start to actually have a lower metabolism. Um, so let's say you started off with a BMR of 1,000 let's say 1,600, that's how much you started with when you first started your diet. All these fads, all these yo-yo diets, and after several years, now you are burning maybe 1,300. So your BMR slows down, and for that reason, you will burn less calories at rest. The second one is slowing down your metabolism because you're also not moving much. So if you're not eating much, you don't have much energy to do a whole lot. So that is one of the top, top reasons. So when you're not moving much, you're not burning that much energy. And so therefore, you are um, also therefore slowing down your metabolism, doing tons of cardio and no strength training. Strength training is fat loss training. Strength training builds your metabolism. Cardio actually slows it down if you do overdo it. So that is also a big reason how you're slowing down your metabolism. And also your hunger hormone, ghrelin, your satiety hormone, leptin, they both are lowered as you are slowing down that metabolism by not eating enough. And therefore, you, you, your body just starts to adapt and to plateau and then you're just kind of running it into the ground and you have no idea how to fix it. And so how do you fix this? Well, you've got to eat more. I know, I know. You might be really scared to do this. You might be so scared that you're going to gain fat. And you know what? You might. You might gain a little bit of fat or a little bit of weight in the process. But believe me, once you do this, you will restore your metabolism back and you'll start to see um, that you'll feel better. You'll start to perform better at the gym. You'll start to move more, therefore burn more. You'll have more energy. You'll feel good. Your mood will be better. And then when you're ready to do another deficit, now your body will respond really, really well and you will start to lose fat. And this is what I do in my coaching program through the lean method we restore the metabolism and really honestly the majority of women are stuck in these yo-yo dieting cycles and it's really why they're not seeing any results time and time again i see women that are just doing loads of you know crazy crash diets and they don't actually ever make any progress they just keep taking two steps forward and then three steps back and honestly it's madness and i want you to stop doing this i want you to trust your body so perhaps you are eating 1200 calories perhaps you are eating less i mean i know you know some women especially women in menopause or perimenopause where um, their metabolism slows down a whole lot, um, don't even eat as much as a thousand calories on some days, all right? But that is actually quite common. And so what I want you to do, if that is you, I want you to start eating 
just a slow increase of calories. Just eat a little bit every single day. Maybe add, you know, a double portion of your protein. I always start with protein because I think that's the best macronutrient that you can start eating. You can add some fats as well because they're really um, nutrient dense and they will help restore your hormones. So by doing this, you'll slowly increase your calories. And this is you know, in, in, in the health and fitness industry is called reverse dieting. And I think I'm going to do a, an episode completely on res- reverse dieting at some point, but I wanted to just touch on that. It's just basically increasing your calories slowly over time. And this will slowly build up your metabolism. And over time, you will be able to increase that BMR, increase your metabolic rate and slowly become in uh, better at burning fuel and burning fat. So guys, those are the five top mistakes that I've seen women do and that I believe that are holding them back from losing fat. And if this is one of one of these mistakes you're making, then I want you to stop right now and I want you to decide to do things differently. Yes, I know. It might be scary. It might be scary. But honestly, the more you make these mistakes over and over, the longer it's going to take you to actually get to where you want to go. The basics have and will always work, okay? And I I trust that you want results, right? I I trust that you don't want to keep spinning your wheels. And if you want the help of a coach, and if you really just feel so confused with everything and you just don't know where to start, reach out. Let me help you. Um, No obligation to sign up to anything. Just let's have a chat, all right? I'm going to drop the link to... um, my application form and we can chat and see if you would be a good fit for the program and if not at least you would walk away with a couple of action steps to take and you know to get you started in your journey to move forward so um if you have any questions i'd love to hear from you just drop me a question in um instagram so if you're not following me you'll find the link in the show notes of the episode and facebook as well and if you're not in our facebook group definitely hop on over there and um, share your questions and if you have anything that you'd like to share with me please do so so i hope today's episode has brought a little bit of clarity and helped you understand that really you're not alone we've all made these mistakes and And the most important thing is knowing that you've made these mistakes and then now you can say, okay, no more. I'm going to do things the right way. All right, guys, it was such a pleasure to be on here today. And remember, I will see you in the next episode. Same time, same place. Chat soon.